you reckon it's uh, okay to have an open like if you get in on an airplane? Well, I'm not saying airplane. Can I just say plane? Yeah, yeah. If I get on a plane, have an open discussion, and I sit next to two randoms in the middle, do I just sort of tap on the shoulder and say, "Hey guys, can we just have a chat for a second? <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we going to do about this armrest situation? <laughs> that would settle it. That would settle it. I just want to make it clear because I don't want any animosity between us for the next 18 hours while we fly to Dallas. You know what I mean? Houston, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back in. It to, gets uh, harder and harder every it, single it, week. That, it, gets, it gets harder. That intro. Well, hang on one second. Let me, uh, let me start again. Welcome back into the Park Up Podcast, episode 12. Episode. Is it episode 12? Yeah, it is. I think so, yeah. Episode 12. Um, straight off the top, we're uh, man down today. Mm-hmm. No Bradley. COVID. Um, COVID got him. What? No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even an excuse anymore. We're not allowed to use that one. Yeah, no. Nah, he'd still be here even if he had COVID, I think. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, but no, he's um, helping someone move. So, <laughs> Friend of the podcast, actually, Connor Matthews. Yeah. Congrats on uh, the new house and the CDC, mate. Fucking good on you. I hear you had a, a very good weekend up there, Connor. <laughs> I heard they treated you with the utmost respect up there. And oh. um, yeah, just to be perfectly honest, it was a bit harsh what you guys did to him. <laughs> it was a bit harsh. I had no say in what we did to him. But you definitely were as heavily involved as possible. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So for everyone listening, we uh, oh, I went on the bucks with Brad, um, with our good friend who we're talking about, Connor. It was his bucks. Yeah. We didn't go with him. It was he was the buck, and he got shot. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was unreal. He got shot. I've never been to a more brutal bucks. I've actually never been to a bucks. Have you been to bucks? No, I haven't. The only bucks I've been to is um. 2019 NBA Finals when the Bucks won. Was that 2019? <laughs> <laughs> Raptors won in 2019. 2021. 2021 they won. Yep, I was close. Yeah. Close but no cigar. Um, How was your weekend? Well, hang on. I Are we still talking about the Bucks? Yeah. I was going to say, is there anything better? Like everyone, you know, everyone will shy away from this, but how good is it seeing someone cop a lot of punishment? <laughs> There's nothing better than seeing people go through pain that you don't have to go to, but you've got a front row seat. Oh, so in in the Bucks, one, first of all, what a champion. Fuck me, Dad. That was brutal. So there was one um, usual Bucks activity was the Wheel of Misfortune and had to ask uh, questions about his misses and if he got them wrong, he had to spin the wheel and do a punishment. Now, I think he started off with had to eat an entire chocolate mud cake in a minute <laughs> and then he followed that with... A chili, a full chili, a t- shot of Tabasco, um, lemon in the eye. What else happened? Uh, had to eat a raw egg. He, t- tennis he had, balls. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had to get tennis balls served at him. He had to catch a golf ball. Yeah, that, so that one, <laughs> that is outright dangerous. Have you seen the, the video on Instagram of the guy holding the beer bottle and the guy hits a five iron into it and sma- like smashes it on purpose? No, oh, I'll have to try and find it. Plug it on the um, on the Twitter. But tell you what, he was standing all of ten meters away, and you were fogging a golf ball at him. Oh, it wasn't like 
smacking a golf ball. But yeah, but if you got a four iron and you get it off the ground, it's going hard enough oh, to, yeah. to do, cause some damage. Oh, yeah. But one of the um, the scary things was there was a reverse thing on this wheel. So if it landed on the reverse thing, one of us had to do it. And, man, I was shitting my pants every time that spun. Who, who decides who has to do it if it's not him? The mobile phone. Oh, really? Yeah, just the wheel. Spin the wheel. Uh. Uh, yeah, good good mate. Had to jump in the pond. <clears throat> Brutal, but, man, hats off to him. Good weekend, though. I, I think the best part is if you're going on a Bucks and all the boys are there, get around you and fucking... It's not, like, malicious, any of this stuff, and it's good when everyone, you know, if you're forced to jump in a pond, you just go and do it. Yeah. Because... Like that's just what you do. It's the spirit of the weekend, especially if um, the buck himself has just almost copped a tennis ball in the face, <laughs> eating a raw egg, eating a raw chili, ate a whole mud cake in a minute. So brutal. It's, it's the least that you could do. I'd yeah. rather jump in a pond than any of those things. Oh, it's a stinky pond. Oh yeah, a belly flop in a pond, stinky. I think I'd take the chili first. Yeah, chili. There was a few, a bit of vomit, and then the other. <laughs> this was lucky. This happened after the first big night on Friday. Massive yep. night on Friday. It was actually absurd. Um, after a long day of drinking on the golf course, shout out to Don Cooper and, and Brad for taking us to the lead six under for the day. Fucking beautiful. And, um, yeah, I just wish Brad was here to here to tell these stories with me, <laughs> you know? feel a bit lonely over here. You can, uh, you can catch us up next week. So, um, yeah. They dragged us out of bed at like 9.30 and forced us to run 3Ks and swim oh, maybe like 250 metres. But yours was split. Yeah, so it was all the boys versus Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so we just took, I think I ran a total of 200 metres, not even, <laughs> sprinted. I was like, get this, get me the fuck out of here. And you just see Connor just black and blue, mate, red in the face. Gassed. It was ridiculous. It was on the main street of Berry too. Imagine, like one of the main streets. Imagine doing a triathlon after a big Friday night at a Bucks party. Oh, not good. Was he the last man standing on Saturday or did he cark it early? Because he's run a triathlon, hung over, had to do all that other wacky shit. No, I think it was actually his dad the last man standing. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. A few games of King's Cup and, man, it's brutal. Good Bucks though, good weekend. And uh, happy to be back here on, on a Monday in our beautiful home. Hmm. Not for so long. Not for so long. Not for so long. The uh, the studio's moving a total of probably 150 metres down the road to a little townhouse. So. Yeah. Probably less as the as the crow flies. Yeah, less as the crow flies. <laughs> oh, welcome. Welcome. Are you, um, are you coming to be Brad this episode? Coming to fill in. <laughs> Can you give us your best Brad impersonation? Come on. Please. <laughs> no, she's camera shy. No, it's okay. You don't have to do it. This is the only thing I can think of that Brad says. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Oh, that. Uh, no, I'm not cutting that out. That's staying in there. That's going <laughs> to be the uh, the five-second clip at the start, I reckon. Yeah, that's going to. That's gold. <laughs> That's gold. That's what you get for coming into the studio. Well, that's what he does say that a lot. My lovely wife, everyone. Mm. My lovely wife. Making the debut. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what a debut it was. <laughs> hey, give me pork bun, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
good stuff. That's good. How was your weekend? Um, less eventful than yours. Uh, Saturday night, we went to celebrate a birthday at the Fiddler. Uh, got kicked out at about 10 o'clock <laughs> due, to, due to someone face planting in the middle of Fiddler. But anyway, we won't get into that. We don't want to put anyone on show. Um, and that was, that was basically it. Sunday, had some yum cha, went back to the pub, a few leg swings. That was about it. Nice. I can't really report anything too exciting to That's be perfectly okay. honest with you. Just a normal weekend. Just a normal weekend. Finally. I was due a normal weekend, mm. so it was good to have one. Weren't we all? Fucking hell. Are you going to have a normal weekend this weekend? I hope so. Golf? Yeah. Yeah, normal weekend. Normal weekend. Normal weekend. Can't wait. Oh, well, let's uh, let's rip and tear. Let's get straight into it. Um, Starting with the NFL? NFL. NFL. Well, 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 well. You may as well run this segment because apparently I don't know a goddamn thing because you're smacking me in the tipping comp. Yep. Um, <laughs> There was actually some some pretty interesting results this week in particular, starting with Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, two mainstays in terms of the best records in the NFL, but just about every year. We were in week seven, Jack, and they Blinded. both and they both have losing records. What do you think? Uh, what do you think that's a result of starting with Packers and the, uh, and Rodgers? Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of he should have left. He should have gone. Do you think he would have left if he had known that Devontae Adams was going to leave? Yeah, hundred percent. If if you know, like, you, what you're week seven into the NFL and you're not trusting your O line or your receivers, so what's the point? Of, I'm just request a trade. They won't trade him because this was the whole dilemma before. He wanted a trade. Do you remember the start of last off season? Mm. He wanted a trade, and they basically came and said, "No, you're going to play out your contract, and then you can leave as a free agent." Obviously, had another good year, won an MVP, signs a new contract, and then about four weeks later, Devontae Adams gets traded to the Raiders. I don't know what you're doing trading Devontae Adams in the first place, but... I'm assuming they he said to them, like, you're going to lose me if you don't trade me. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, so but, that'd be but why. But then again, like, back-to-back MVPs, why aren't you building more of a piece around him? What, without Devontae Adams or with Devontae Adams? Like, Devontae Adams was gone. Yeah, I, I don't they've know. known that all off-season. Who was their um, big receiver signing? Sammy Watkins. Sammy goddamn Watkins. I think you were saying this before. Just get old Odell Beckham over there. Odell Beckham over there. I don't know why they didn't pick up Julio Jones as well. Silly. They, should, they could have picked him up pretty easy. Uh, there's Even Deshaun Watson. Fuck it. Just get him in there. Who cares if he's... Deshaun Watson. Oh, I'm sorry. Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Deshaun. <laughs> yeah. Just... Deshaun Watson would probably make a better receiver than some of them anyway. Yeah, that is very true. But, um, yeah, I don't... It's actually sad to see, to be honest. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Especially in the twilight of his career. Do you reckon a little bit of um, the Hercules kind of stories coming true where he loses all his strength when he cuts his hair off? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be something. Something is in his hair. (laughs) And especially the side of his head. Because that's where it protects his... His head the most, you know, a bit more cushion. Yeah. The helmet. He looks a bit funny in a football helmet, though. Yeah. I like it when the when the hair's tucking out of his helmet. Oh yeah, just makes it like hit. That's a guy from Green Bay. So much better. Yeah. So much better. But yeah, they've um they've got one of two options. One option is to do nothing, and they're in serious. I think they'll still make the playoffs if they don't make any moves. I'm sure they'll figure it out at some stage. But in terms of being any sort of a contender. You're definitely going to need some... Uh, How much more time you need, though? Seven weeks, plus four weeks of preseason. 
Mm. It's a lot of it's eleven weeks. It's nearly three months. It's getting to the point now where if something doesn't start to change, time's up. How long is his contract for? Two, three I, I, years? I think he signed a three year extension. <laughs> what a goose. What a goose. Probably um at this point it looks like he won't win another Super Bowl. So you're talking about maybe the most talented quarterback to ever walk into the NFL. Walks out of the NFL with just one Super Bowl. Pretty disappointing. That is disappointing. Very underwhelming. And you got Tom Brady, who is pretty much in the exact same record. And I wish he never came back. Who? Tom Brady. Yeah. It, it was kind of one of those things where you wish he never came back, and then now he's back and he's got a losing record. I can't help but smile. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I, fuck I, you, Tom. Fuck. <laughs> I'm over Tom. I'm off him. My, the team I support played in the AFC, same same conference as um, the Patriots. Do you know how fucking old it gets just seeing the Patriots walk into the Super Bowl every year? Mm. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Take it. Just go retire. And I don't even know what's going on with his like misses and stuff. Yeah, he's, apparently his misses um, left him after he said, "I'm going to go one more season." What a goose! Who the misses? Yeah, but him as well. Yeah. What? Do, what is he? No one's going to look at him any different if he won eight Super Bowls to seven Super Bowls. Do you think this is tainting his? Nah. His shadow? No, because it's funny because he's still putting up decent stats in terms of yardage, but they just can't get it done in the red zone. I don't know what goes on down there because, truth be told, I haven't watched a crazy amount of Tampa games because I don't fucking like Tom Brady. (laughs) It's kind of the opposite of what Green Bay's got. They've got all these weapons around them. Yeah. And they can't convert, and somehow Green Bay's still putting up 20 points with absolute shit and they just can't get their defense together. Uh, I don't know. I think... um, Green Bay's defense has been doing okay considering the Packers have been three and out most drives. Yeah. They don't have a lot of time in possession. But, yeah, I think um, I think it's official now. You could just, you can almost stamp it. It's the end of the Aaron Rodgers and Tom – well, definitely the Tom Brady era. Aaron Rodgers is a bit younger. He's got a few more years to go. That's but, sad to see. It's good, good as a Vikings fan, but it's sad to, it's sad to hear that Aaron Rodgers is – not Aaron Rodgers anymore. He is Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's his fault at all. Yeah, but... He, he's coming off back-to-back MVP. It's not like he he's won... He's leading the team. It's not like he won back-to-back MVPs four years ago. He's, he's the, the current team. MVP. He's the captain. I am the captain. He's the shot caller. He's got to get his team together. All but right. then again, back office, all these dramas, and that is correlating... Into the performance on the field. And I think it's simple as that. Yeah, I think so. So, Save Aaron. Hashtag save Aaron Rodgers. Save Aaron Rodgers, but up the Vikings. I reckon they should send him to Tennessee. I I like that. Yeah, and the only difference will be you'll still have no receivers, but better city and uh, Derek Henry plays there. So, Mm. Cool friends. Yeah, you'll have cool friends. Very true. Very true. What else we got? Bless you. Just some coughs hanging around, lingering from the weekend. Didn't have a cigar all weekend. Kind of crazy. No cigars. Oh, just lots of vapes. Yeah. I don't know. Do you like cigars? Uh, I, I enjoy a cigar. I like them. Swisher, what were they? Swisher sweets. Swisher sweets. Swisher sweets. That's the only word I can pronounce properly. Swisher. Swisher. You're still not doing it properly? No, I'm not. It's like swisher. It's swisher. Swisher. Yeah. You can even say it smoother, just like swisher, if you want. Swisher. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I opened the fucking drawer where our cigar is from the prelim game, 
and I just got a waft of that night, and it sent me back there. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what else. I got, has got a waft of that cigar? My passport. <laughs> Smells like fucking cigar. It's in the same drawer. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I might get pulled up at, um, at customs just oh, for it smelling like that. Yeah, I smelt, I smelt that smell again, and I went out on the balcony, and I just started yelling at everyone. <laughs> it took me back, literally. Took, took me back. She's so good. Find a few uh, chubby sixteen-year-olds just <laughs> to shout at you, Joe. <laughs> uh, funny, funny games. Well, I'm sure there was a lot of um, cigars lit after the Chiefs win today, forty-four to twenty-three against the Forty ers Yeah, a little uh, Super Bowl rematch from a couple of years ago. I said to Jack, me and Jack watched um, most of the game. Uh, I said to Jack, oh, I think this could be the 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 potential Super Bowl matchup this year, and you you didn't seem to agree. No, I'm not about the 49ers, and I never will be. What is that? Because you don't like the 49ers, or because you see something that you don't like? It's a little bit of like, just fuck them, <laughs> <laughs> just fuck them. I don't know how Jimmy G gets it done every year, but fuck that guy. He's just safe. He just like it's the if it's a it's he's the perfect boring. Or, he's boring as batshit. He's boring. I don't like it. But they've got so many weapons. It's not about throwing gun passes. It's about getting the ball in their hands and let them do something with it. So it's sort of perfect for a guy like that. Yeah, it is. It is perfect. Like it's good that they signed him on and worked out well because old mate got injured week one. They weren't going anywhere with Trey Lance as their quarterback. No, and uh, he's come in and it's like he's never left, which is always well he didn't leave. So. I don't think they're um, – well, you were saying at the time it was um, when you said oh, this is the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, it was a seven-point game, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. 44-23 there. Yeah, they pulled away. They <laughs> as, pulled soon away. As, I, as soon as I said that. Yeah, I was like, just no, it's not. And you're like, oh, okay. But, but, but just keep in mind. That's not an arrow town, though. Going uh, Arrowhead. Arrow town. <coughs> Arrowhead. No, thanks. <laughs> Uh, keep in mind that the 49ers are the number one ranked defense coming into this week. So that's that performance is the old one out. That's the outlier. So you can't count on them to play that poorly on the defensive end consistently because they have a stacked defense. Or is that just um, tipping your hat to Patrick Mahomes? I think a bit of both. A bit of both? A bit of both. I think it is a bit of both. I don't and, think you can take away anything from Patrick Mahomes. but And um, Christian McCaffrey made his debut today. Looked pretty impressive actually. He wasn't. He didn't have that many um, snaps. I think he only played thirty-five percent of the possessions. Uh, but when they did get him involved, man, he looked good. Like if they can get him and Debo rolling, Kittle in the tight end spot, that's a pretty loaded offense. Yeah, McCaffrey ran for thirty-eight yards. Thirty-eight yards, eight, eight attempts, eight attempts, and I think he had a couple of receptions in there as well. Yeah, I think so. For, for them, I think for him... Yeah, two reception and 24 yards, not bad. <coughs> Solid. It's just another weapon. They've just yeah. added weapons. For him, it's just about staying on the on the field. And I think especially if you're coming down the pointy end of the season with all these injuries and and whatnot, people are dropping like flies. Yeah. The 49ers will definitely be up there because they play boring football and they don't get injured. I don't think they play boring football. I yeah, know, but I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them at all. Like for me, the only team that I... I would confidently say beats them right now would be the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC. They're not playing this week. No, they had a bye week. So the Vikings. Mm. Mm. Well-deserved week off for Kirk. Rumour has it he's actually um, partying in Ibiza 
He's actually going to get iced out after wearing all those necklaces. <laughs> no, I, I got different sources. Really? I was he yeah, actually in Albiza? Yeah, I heard he was. He dropped four pingers and was at some um, pool party. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the Vikings backup O line got arrested for a DUI, which is not good. Who? I don't know. I looked it up, but it wasn't good. I was looking up. Um, oh yeah, here we go. Oh, no. Not a DUI. Way worse. What was it? He followed a woman into the bathroom. Oh. Come on, man. Come on. That's gross. Even if you're on a minimum deal, go to the strip club, seriously. Not about it. You creep. Fuck that guy. Um, And he plays for the Vikings. Fuck that guy. That's disgusting. Anyways, the, um, the Bengals. What are we reckon about the Bengals? And Mr. Jabrua. Well, they're what are they four and so in their last five games they're four and one. Uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase look like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase again, so that's always that's always good. I still don't I still don't look at them as a legitimate contender, but I do think that they'll go into the playoffs and they're the sort of team you probably don't want to play because then on any given day Joe Burrow can pop off for four hundred and twenty yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, just well, like he did today. Look at him today. 481 yards and three touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. And he completed over 80% of his passes. <laughs> stupid. That's bloody stupid. That's insane. And I mean, yeah. it was against a team that beat the 49ers last week. Yeah, the Falcons have been pretty good this year, actually. So you kind of come and, like, man, that's solid. And this, this is what we'll say in uh, week one. I was like, they're not there, and now they're, they're there. You, you, you've backed them. Yeah. Yep, they're always going to come good. But do you think that they can make us another Super Bowl run sort of thing? If the Stars align, yeah. I feel like the Stars need to align no matter what team it is. But the Stars really need to align for them to get there. I just don't back their defense. No. No. Especially their defensive backs. I mean, you put 17 points up and you've thrown for 124 yards. Yeah, but that's Marcus Mariota. He's been doing that all year. Holy shit. Damien Bird had a 75-yard. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Hey, you know, what, reception. you know what's weird? So last year, in his rookie year, Cole Pitts looked like a like a world beater because he was a number two pick, I think. Yeah. And this year, you'd think, oh, he'll develop more so. They don't even use him. He's barely getting any touches. Well, I mean, it doesn't help when your quarterback throws the ball eight <laughs> yeah. times a game. It doesn't help when your quarterback is more comfortable playing running back than quarterback. Um, That's legit. Mariota used to pass the ball fairly well at the Titans. I just, I, it must be a coaching thing. Mariota's literally thrown the ball twice a quarter successfully. Unreal. That's insane. And that's, he's carried the ball six times. I don't care how many possessions you get. That's not enough. No. Nah, but that's a coaching thing. Especially if you're down, though. Like, if you're down, you've got to sling that thing. Mate. You've got to be throwing that ball. I don't know. Some of these coaches, man, they probably goes, it doesn't. It doesn't work for everyone. It was like the the Dolphins game today. It was fourth and fourth and three or fourth and four, and they did like a fucking QB toss. And you're like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, that, that was, that's the sort of play you run if it's like fourth and one. Yeah, you got to be passing straight up the guts. Yeah, fucking Stra- straight up the guts or your passing play there. I wonder how we'd go teaching coaching an NFL team, mate. All I'd do is say, Jack, we've got some work to do. We'd sit down in a room. And we play Madden on Legendary for about six months, and we'd be sweet. Can't be that hard. 
I don't know. Legendary is really hard. <laughs> we just have to. Uh, we just have to bring like a Nintendo Switch so we can get our play calls up. <laughs> What's the suggested play call here? <laughs> you know? John, yeah. John Madden. Oh, I'd be going attacking coach, defensive coach. You guys sort it out. No, nah, I'd be getting amongst it. I'd just be saying, <laughs> "All right, we're running the next Y, just like we did at the Rouse Rhino." Yeah, lemons, <laughs> lemons, lemons, lemons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon it's one of the toughest gigs as far as head coaching goes in, in world sports. Andy Reid pulled it off, though. Heaps do, but is that not the hardest sport to coach, I reckon? Yeah. I reckon it's got to be. So many players, so many plays, too many teams. Um, the other the other team that we have to mention, even though I really don't want to mention them, is the Giants. I said it after week three when they were two and one. I said it after week four when they were three and one. I said it after week six when they were five and one that they're that they're make believe. They're not that good. Now they're six and one. So at what point do I have to eat my words? I'll tell you, never. <laughs> because that is not a good football team. Daniel Jones, gump. He's gumpy. Like they're gonna go on a slide. Both, I don't think both the New York quarterbacks are gumpy as. I reckon Zach Wilson's less gumpy. He's still gumpy. He's got a better he's a, he's a better thrower of the football. But yeah, I don't think it's even – it would be a massive fuck-up if they managed to miss the playoffs now. But they're going to get bounced in the first round, without a doubt, put the house on it. However – Bounced in the first round. Yeah, gone. Who are they beating? Daniel Jones in a high-pressure pressure situation. What's he going to do? I don't know, but pressure makes diamonds, you know what I'm saying? Not with him. <laughs> Not with this guy. It makes shit. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that – we do have to give them a rap because they are winning games and they can only play who's in front of them. Probably you, you did nearly break your TV after watching that final play of the game, though. Oh, final play of the game! Trevor Lawrence throws a dart straight to Christian Kirk, one yard line, the one yard line. All he had to do was catch it and fall backwards. Catches it, plants his feet, gets smacked, and uh, that was the end of the game. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh. You, did you think I was being a bit harsh? I reckon he could have fell backwards and scored that. I think he definitely could have got there, but... Poor awareness. It's the last play of the game. Poor route. Poor route? You can't ask for much more than catching the ball on the one-yard line. Mm. Like You've you got to be good enough to get momentum. One yard. It's not even a metre. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those things, but you should always... Like, I feel like... And pressure situation in the game. When are they ever catching the ball in the middle of the field? It's always on the sideline. They're toe tapping their way in. That's true. It is un- an unusual place to catch the ball, considering you know that there's going to be two or three safeties sitting in the end zone to protect it. Yeah. But still, fall backwards. Yeah. That, this is why we're applying for a head coach job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we can take the uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they got a pretty good coach. No, not good enough. I reckon yeah, I could have that record. <laughs> um, but that that um, what are you going to put Giant success down to? Uh, I think the obvious one is Saquon Barkley being healthy, yeah, for a long stretch. We haven't seen that in a while. He's been really impressive, and the defense, even though they lost um, Bradbury and they lost someone else fairly important, some of the young guys, some of the unknown guys have stepped up, and they've got one of the better defense defenses stats wise. Stats Not wise. actually, stats-wise, through the first seven weeks. Is it a little bit like the um, – oh, who do you who do you refer it to? Keys of the Kingdom. Um, <laughs> I think it was the NRL. 
let the young boys take the keys of the kingdom and just say go crazy. Who was that? What team was that? I think it was the, in the NRL. I think it was the Roosters. Oh, this year the equivalent probably would have been the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys, yeah, that's who you said it about. Yeah, but the Cowboys... Different, different. I think it's a bit different, but oh, if okay. it, it's probably most similar to that, yeah. Yeah. Just the fucking giant, man. Why the weren't giant. they playing like that when we went and saw them? <laughs> they got smoked. Against a Steelers team that was playing with um, their third-string qu- quarterback. <laughs> Lucky I was half pissed. But that was a big turning point in the tipping comp. Uh, it was. You went Jags. I, I went Jags. Giants. You went Giants. And for the third week in a row, I went against my boys. I went against the Titans. Um, against the Colts. Yeah. Goose. But how did how do the Titans manage to win when I'm up five? I told I told you that sixty six to sixty one, five points clear. That's huge. I'm coming for you, and I'm two up this week. Yeah, that fucked me. <laughs> Absolutely. If I could have at least got one of those tips right, wouldn't be so bad. No, but Brad on the other hand, bloke. Luke fucking closed his eyes and pressed all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what he was doing. He's gotten two this week, I think. What's he at? I think because Four. I think because the acronyms aren't that good, you have to go off the colours and he's colour blind, so he probably got a bit confused. You reckon that's actually it? <laughs> <laughs> but the acronyms are a bit confusing on some of them. The one that gets me is the Patriots. What does it say? NEP, New England Patriots. It just reminds me of New Orleans Pelicans, even though there's no O in there. <laughs> and it's the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll tell you who... Um, Should just be called Pat. Who does really suck. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson didn't play this week, but if he did... Oh, he didn't play this week. He didn't play this week, but that's if he right. did, they wouldn't have even scored a touchdown. Yeah, that's true. Because Three all year, I think. The Seahawks have struck gold because they've traded away Russell Wilson, didn't have to pay him a shit ton of money, still have... Um, they obviously gained a fair few assets from that trade. And they've uh, picked up Geno Smith, who has um, turned out to be a better quarterback than Russell Wilson himself. Yeah. And he's probably on a minimum deal. Yeah. So, and that's someone you'd give the money to, you know? Who? Geno. You wouldn't give him that sort of money. Maybe after this season. No. Where's he at? Geno Smith, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, two sacks. 105 and a half rating. That's not bad. That's actually pretty good. He's been, he's been awesome. It's been fantastic. How do they do this rating system on Bleacher Report? It's Is a, it it's, just on Bleacher Report? No, nah, it's QB rating. It's an actual stat. Ah. So they basically so a, what's considered a perfect QB rating is about one fifty, one like one forty to one fifty. So that's like surely Joe Burrow had that. You would have been close to it. Have a look. One eighteen. Oh no, that's Mariota. One thirty. One thirty eight. One thirty eight. So that's a near perfect game. Wow. So that's awesome. Good on him. Hats off. Yeah, well done, Gino. Russell Wilson, the Broncos, they've invested a lot of money into that team now. And by the looks of things... It's gone nowhere. Nowhere. I don't think they'll... Not um, even to the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goose. I reckon you put some pads and a helmet on you and you could lead them down to the end zone more than three times over the course of a seven-week... And I can't even spiral properly. <laughs> So good. QB QB snake the whole thing. Yeah. It's my only play. QB snake, huh? 
Oh, well, I think that we should really um, get into the NBA and what's going on with, with these Lakers. What a shit fight. No. I think Brad said it last week. The NBA is a better place, not only when the Lakers are doing well, but when LeBron's are doing well. LeBron is doing well. He is, but it's so sad to see, like, he's obviously towards the back end of his career, still playing at an elite level, and he's getting no help. 31, 8, and 8 he had today. 31, 8, and 8. Is that what he ended up with? I'm pretty sure he's been, like, above 28 points a game. I reckon he's probably averaging... I mean, there's only three games in, but... I think he's averaging 27. Yeah, 27, 7, and 7. Yeah, at least. That's insane. Would you um, would you say that... So the rumour at the moment is that they're looking at trading Russell Westbrook and two first-round picks down the track for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Do you make that trade? I make that trade. It makes you, it makes you better right now, and it's all about winning right now with LeBron, right? I think that the biggest problem that they did was they blew up their team that won. Yeah, letting go Alex Caruso, for starters. Caruso, KCP. KCP. Um, who, who didn't play that series? He was on the perimeter defender. Um, I can't say that. I can't describe him. KCP? No, 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 no. Oh, he didn't go into the bubble. Who was it? He was a hectic three-point shot blocker. Oh, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Yeah. You've got Rajon Rondo. You had, who else you have? Caruso, KBC. Well, those are the two big ones. Casey, like JaVale McGee as well, just to come in and play centre. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Those those two rotating in the centre position allowed AD to play power forward, which is where he wants to play. But now he's playing centre and that's why he's getting injured so much. Yeah, he's a goose. Well, he's not a goose. And I think another thing is the Lakers just... I'm taking smart shots. And I don't know how the fuck you're a professional athlete and you, as a team, are 25 from 113 from three-point land. But the weird thing is they have had the most open three-pointers out of the whole NBA. People are just leaving them open. Did you see the um, Nurkic today? Literally, uh, I think AD was in the corner and he didn't even attempt to run to him. And hit the backboard? Yeah. (laughs) And then LeBron took a near half-court shot and airballed it. Oh. So uh, it's just sad to watch. It is sad to watch. It's almost like the um, Harlem Globetrotters. Globe, I'm not attempting that. It is. It's on. A, it's honestly comedy. At, at like watching their offense operate, it's almost laughable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it's just there's too much going on in the office. LeBron's too involved. Uh. Right, rightly so though, but he's right. He's too involved in the aspect of. Trying to make things work. I think if you're if you're the owner, you go, Russell Westbrook's not doing it for me. Get rid of him. I don't give a shit what the fuck you guys have said. I don't care what LeBron wants. But what's always been the way that LeBron succeeds? What do you put around him? Good players. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even just that. You put one or two superstars around him or star players, right? Mm-hmm. And you put shooters around him. Yeah. So they've got AD. Where are they enough. going? You got Russell Westbrook. If you want to do that, it's fine. Where the fuck are the shooters? Oh, mate. Got a bunch of halfwits out there. <laughs> you got Austin Reeves. Shout out Austin Reeves. He looks like a good fella, but he's their best shooter. That's not saying much. That's not saying much. You got, you got, I mean, you got Kendrick Look, look at his, look at his face on your computer screen. That's the guy that you're relying on. Who? Austin Reeves. Look at him. 
Oh, my God. He's the guy that you're bringing off the bench and saying, hey, remember that role that Ray Allen used to play? You go play that role. I'll tell you what, this Scotty Pippen Jr.'s on there. Yeah. Holy shit. They should actually give him a run. The, um, you know when you, you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, you've got to build a team for $15 and there's certain players in the yeah. $5 column, $4 column, $3 column. Me looking at this roster right now, looks like they've taken the two $5 players and a $4 player. Or a three dollar player, and just Russell Westbrook's probably a two dollar player. Though, he's a two dollar player. I reckon he's a dollar player at the moment. <laughs> and they've just spent the rest. Yeah, and yeah. They basically said instead of taking five players, can we take ten? But we'll make them all dollar players. Like to think about when LeBron got there, he had Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and um, Kuzma, Kuzma, like. If they had kept they that had core, there. if they had kept that core in hindsight, obviously they won a championship, so it was worth it. But in hindsight, if they had kept that core, you look at those players now, they'd be a lot further along <laughs> than they are. They'd be in a much better spot right now. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you, well, you got LeBron. Uh, I don't know why they signed Pat Bev. I don't know why they signed Dennis Schroeder again. It's but, just like they've they've literally gone to the bottom of the free agency list. Like you're creating a team on 2K, you've got about 200K budget in your fucking salary cap. And they've gone, oh, let's just sign everyone to to minimums. But surely there wasn't enough minimum players out there that you could go and get, you could go pick up. There's, Carl, there's fucking Carmelo Anthony is out there. Yeah, that didn't work out so well last year. Doesn't matter. I don't know. If you're not going to have experience on your bench and you're not going to have good players on... Or if you're not going to have good players on your bench, you may as well have experience. Yeah. And you may as well have someone who's going to give you 15 points a game. No, I agree with that. So... I think they'd be better right this second if they had Carmelo there. But yeah, I think um, they're going to have to get rid of Russell Westbrook, get Buddy Heald in there, great three-point shooter. Then uh, Miles Turner, who can also shoot threes, can play centre. Anthony Davis slides out to the four. I think, I, that's I think they need to get a good backup centre. And I think they need to get rid of Westbrook. And Patrick Bev can just do what he wants to do because he's a bit of a pest. But even when they had um, – get Lance Stevenson back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, think, I think he's playing in Saudi Arabia or something. You, do you remember when you were watching him in the bubble and he's fucking doing his guitar? He's guitar. Taking the pierce and they won a championship? Yeah. Like that's how this team should be playing, but they're taking it deadly serious and not doing any of that. And they're looking <laughs> like a bunch of clowns. Uh, LeBron must be so unhappy. Oh, lucky he's rich. Yeah, lucky he's rich. Imagine if this was like your your third year in your in your rookie deal. You got traded to the Lakers. You're like, oh sweet, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and all it is is about Russell Westbrook taking shit shots. I don't know what he was thinking, pulling up for two with 18 seconds left on on the shot clock. But it's almost like he's lost his entire basketball brain. Talking about a guy that was. An MVP, and now he's doing shit like that. Now, he, like, he can't even shoot. No. What's he, he doing? He could never really shoot that well, but he could at least shoot mid-range shots. Yeah, I don't know. That's enough about them. I don't want to talk about them. I've had enough. Fuck off. Had enough. Um, well, in saying that, who's let's um, let's dive into some personal power rankings then. Some personal power rankings. So I'm going to go Western Conference. Okay. What do you want me to give you? A top four. Top four. Top four. Bear with me. No. At the moment, it is the Jazz, the Trailblazers, the Suns, and the Spurs. 
Yeah. So straight away, obviously Utah, good on them, good start to the season. Uh, they, Gone. W- they won't be hanging around for obvious reasons. Gone. Um, for me, my for number one in the Western Conference, you still got to stick with the Warriors. I don't think, um, yeah, they had a loss, but they're the Warriors. Clay, Steph, Draymond. Then you got guys like Jordan Poole, Kaminga, Anth- uh, Andrew Wiggins, Moody. It's just, um, yeah. It's stacked. Yeah, it's stacked. And actually, when you think about it, I don't think Steph's going downhill. He started the year on fire. Clay isn't the sort of player that relies on athleticism, so he's not going downhill. And then the younger players in Jordan Poole, Wiseman, and Kaminga, they're only going to get better. So for me, they're the out-and-out favourite in the Western Conference. Uh, in number two, I've got the Suns. A little bit safe. I like that. They've, they've looked pretty good. Um, bit weird that Chris Paul's minutes, he's only getting about 25 minutes a game. So I don't know if they're saving him for the back end of the season or if it's just the... Better load management? Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Three, I've gone the Clippers. Uh-huh. Um, even after today's performance? Yeah, even after today's performance, because you've got to remember, they're playing at the moment with Kawhi coming off the bench, playing about 15 minutes a game. So they're just working him back into things. Same with John Wall as well. Um, Paul George looks pretty good. Really, probably the second best coach in the NBA in Ty Lue. So I'm pretty confident with that. Number four, bit of a bit of a surprising one, purely because of how well they started the year, Trailblazers. They've beaten the Suns. They've beaten the Lakers. And they beat some other scrub. Dame looks good. I don't like you saying that. Why? <laughs> Why not? No. What do you like about it? No. They're playing defense, which is rare for them. Jeremy Grant's making a really good uh, good impact. You're talking about power rankings. Power rankings, yeah. Why aren't you saying that about the Jazz? They're three, you know? Because they don't have nearly the team that the Trailblazers had. It's good, good in theory. What, name one player on the Jazz that is even close to Trailblazers' third best player. Uh, Jordan Clarkson? No, he's a fucking spastic. He's got a big ass there. Does he? Yeah, huge. Didn't you see it? No. Man, I just couldn't stop staring at it when we were at the Pelicans game. Oh. <laughs> he's the professional basketball player, ver- basketball player version of me. Fucking huge. So who, who are you having? So you agree with my top three, I'm assuming? Going top three, but I'm going Grizzlies. In the fourth spot. Ah, that's a good one. For power rankings. You're talking about p- potential MVP. Mm. But or power rankings is where you factor in form as well. Two and one. Three and oh. I think it's too early to call form. Yeah, it is. It's way too early, power <laughs> rankings. But but power rankings, it's um, it flows. Yeah, I it think... Changes, it changes every week. But right now, those are my four teams that... I think I've been playing the best basketball and I have the most confidence in after three games. All right. Well, I'll touch back in next week, see how we're going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fucking Dame. <laughs> Prick. Nah, just because fucking Will's a fan. Oh, he's a Portland fan. Yeah. I'm going to go Grizzlies. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, fucking classic. Go, you hit me with the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. Number one, the Knicks. <laughs> Go on then. Give you. I'll give you fifteen seconds to talk about the Knicks, the Knickerbockers, the New York Knicks. <laughs> My blood runs orange and blue. <laughs> I tell you what. Now we we beat um the Pistons. Not saying much, but we beat them. So we've got a win on the board. 
And they performed really well against the Grizzlies. I was impressed. And we played lights out against the Grizzlies. Mm. Just didn't go our way, unfortunately. Um, Jalen Brunson looks good. RJ Barrett looks good. Not yet. He's been playing Shogun. But that's why, that's why I think... I'm not, I'm not talking about their performance. I'm talking about their physical attributes. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm just kidding. But I don't really watch the Knicks games, if I'm being honest. I don't want to cry. Yeah. No. So my power rankings... Um, what's the word? Proper. My actual? My actual. That's Power rankings? Actual power rankings. <sighs> Fucking Celtics, man. Number one's going to be the Celtics. And I, yeah. I know we've, we've chewed them up, spat them out. Spoke. You have. You have too. No, I said that I thought less of them after their coach got sacked. Doesn't matter. They're 3-0. Yeah, I think they, they they seem to be proving me wrong there. Uh, number two is going to be the Bucks, just solid. Yep. Only played twice though, so I don't know who are they versing next. I think they're versing the Nets, so that would be. Oh no, they've already beat the Nets. Oh no, it's preseason. They lost to the Nets in preseason. They beat the Seventy Sixers and they flogged the Rockets. So Nets, I think that'll be a testament to see how well they're going to go this year. Holding up against probably the fifth seed in the West Eastern Conference. Yeah, in the Nets. Yep. Um, number three, I'm going to go the Cavs. Yep. And number four, I'm going to go the Nets, just because it makes sense. Yeah. So. I'd go Boston, Bucks. 76ers and I won three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's weird, though? Like, usually the outlier there... Is how well James Harden plays. He's been playing really well outside of his last game. Um, he's been playing lights out. So if they can't win with James Harden playing well, then when can they win? Have you uh, caught much of their their games? Mm, no, but here he's got. Oh no, that's re- why is it rebounds, assists, and points? That's, that's co- fucking stupid. That's Google, man. It's points, rebounds, assists. So that was his bad game: twenty-one, nine, and eight. Before that, he was. I think he had no, he was thirty one eight and nine. Oh, there you go. So he hasn't had a bad game. No, no, that was two games ago. Oh yeah, yeah. The Spurs game. He chat the bed a little bit. Lots. Twenty twenty one. No, twelve. Oh yeah. So I'm sort of. <laughs> I thought the points were backwards, and I thought the, the whole word was backwards. <laughs> you mean the number? Yeah, the number. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Um, Does that give the Lakers a bit of hope then? Why? If the 76ers are 0-3. No, completely different. Because the 76ers are definitely making the playoffs because they can play really good basketball and we've seen it. The Lakers, we haven't seen that. <sighs> I don't know why I'm rooting for the Lakers. I think it's because I'm a LeBron guy. Yeah, LeBron. Especially like at this point of his career, you can't hate on LeBron. You can only just wish him the best. I wish he went back to the Cavs. Imagine that. Darius <laughs> Garland, LeBron, Mobley, Jared Allen. Kevin Love's still there. Don- and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but I don't think they'd be a, would have been able to get them both. Crazy. Yeah. And Bronny James Jr. Yeah, Bronny. Fucking Bronny. Overrated. Anyways, what's your top four? Yeah, dude, I have Celtics, Bucks. I have Nets in three. And in four, despite them being uh, copying a loss today against a understrength Charlotte team, I'm going to go the Hawks. I've been really impressed by... Um, Fuck Trey Young. 
I've been really impressed by Trey Young and Dejounte Murray as a backcourt duo because you got that you got that sort of slippery little sucker in Trey Young who can pull up from every, anywhere, and then you got the sort of defensive playmaker slasher drive to the rim athletic guard in Dejounte Murray. Match made in heaven. Yeah, it is. It John really Gold. is, to be honest. The, the Hawks play good basketball. I think it's a it's a matter of what they can get out of DeAndre Hunter on a consistent basis. Because he like if he's giving you a seventeen points a game, beauty. But if he's stinking up the joint scoring eight points a game on the wing because they don't have much depth in that position, big trouble. Big trouble. Big trouble. You need people putting up points on the wing, man. Yep. You can't you can't have Trey Young putting up fifty points a game like he used to. Oh you can. It'd be nice. I'll still lose though. It'll just be 160 to 150. <laughs> Someone's still salty about their first round loss to the playoffs. <laughs> Imagine that. Like, as a Knicks fan, you get salty about first round losses. Fuck off. <laughs> Tell you what I get um, salty about? Eastern Conference Finals losses. Yeah, that was dumb though. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy. Didn't see it though because I was in the toilets at Hillside. Um, what else have we got here? I think that's it. That's it? In the NBA, just a nice, short, quick one. Any, um... I'll tell you what, though. I got stitched up today, didn't I? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, so gamble responsibly. Responsibly. But we were on Sportsbet this morning, making our our weekly wage on, on a Monday. Yep. And... That we were. Let me just read you this bet that I put on. <laughs> I've never seen so many green ticks in my life. Okay. We've got a same game multi. Anthony Edwards over 21.5 points. Won. He, like he won that, not 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 the number one. Skip the... Uh, the. Yeah, well. Oklahoma City on the line plus 12.5. Won that. Then I went into the Kings and Golden State game. De'Aaron Fox over 4.5 assists. Won that. James Wiseman over 3.5 rebounds. Won that. De'Aaron Fox over 21.5 points, won that. Clay Thompson, two plus threes, won that. So I was on track to win. Put it all together and what were the odds? It was 19.31 I put 20 bucks on it. So it was 300. 380, wasn't it? 384. <laughs> There's one leg that you missed out there. So I also had in there shy Alexandra. Alexander, <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> Did you just give up on the middle part? I don't know. I'm not attempting to say that. SGG. <laughs> SGA. <laughs> What's his nickname? Where'd you get the CG from? Oh, mate. Shy Gilgis Alexander, short four. SGA. Yeah. I had him over three and a half rebounds, which would have won, and I would have made myself 384 bucks, but it voided. And tell you what else avoided the whole same the whole leg <laughs> of that game. So there goes pretty much, and that was paying like a dollar forty. So it's three hundred bucks you missed out on. I only got paid out eighty three bucks for getting six ticks. <laughs> you know what though? They should actually just deduct it and recalculate it. That's bullshit. It is fucking bullshit. Doesn't even make sense. And we were going through our sports bet today, and it did not. It was not pretty. Hey, don't lead me into this. Your sports bet. Yeah, my, my my sports bet. But anyway, we go at it again tomorrow. We go again. We go again. We don't give up. It's about consistency, this um, this game of gambling. Chase your losses. Chase your losses always. Never <laughs> stop. 
No, don't do that. Gamble responsibly, everyone. Or if you know, just put on better bets then. (laughs) (laughs) Know what you're doing. It's not like you're going to fix your car if you don't know how to change the oil. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's why. So don't quit your job and put all your life savings into your gambling if you don't know how many fucking points are needed to win an NBA game. All right? And I'll tell you what it is, more than the other team. Yeah, it is. Yep, just some wisdom. Quick maths. We're not going to break down plays for you, but we will tell you the truth. (laughs) You're at the Park Up Podcast. Any good um, bets you got on at the moment? Um, (coughs) Shall I give the listeners a bet? Yeah, go on. Live on on air. Okay, listen carefully. Problem is, you're probably going to cause some crashes because you're going to put one on for maybe give them a weekend bet. But then again, the rosters aren't out. Yeah, we don't, Yeah, you can't bet that far in advance. When will this be up? Tomorrow. Morning. Yeah. So people are probably going to miss out on the... Give them a Wednesday game. What I will do, I'm going to give you guys a um, a multi for the coming NFL weekend. Live on air. Oh, God. So what we're going to do is we're going to chase some winners. <laughs> we're going to chase... We're just going to go people to win either on the line or straight up and down. We're going to stay well away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Baltimore Ravens game. But what we are going to do is we're going to double down this week and we're going to go Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Denver Broncos, paying a dollar fifty. Huge, I like that. Yep, that's a shoe in. All they got to do is score one touchdown, kick a field goal, and they've won anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we're going to roll into the Raiders to beat the Saints, paying a dollar seventy-five. They won two uh, two in a row, finally finding some form. Then we're going to go. The Minnesota Vikings to beat the Cardinals. <sighs> That's a huge game, actually. As that came out of my mouth, it makes me... Alarm bells are ringing. Cardinals didn't play this weekend either. Yeah, they played on uh, Thursday night. Oh, yeah, they did. Got DeAndre Hopkins back. No, look, look, steer look, away from that bit. Steer away from that one. The Then we're going to go the Tennessee Titans to beat the Houston Texans. Yep. We always beat those fucking scumbags. <laughs> um... Rams versus 49ers. 49ers to bounce back. 49ers to bounce back against the Rams. For sure. Lock it in, Eddie. This is Tyler's crystal ball tips. No, this is just... No, I know. No, this is betting with your head, not your heart. Yeah, it's betting with your head, not your heart. Um, and last but not least, so that, that currently takes us to $6.89. We're going to chase some value. Uh-huh. We want some value here. Give me some dolphin value. The Colts to beat the Commanders, $1.48, just to finish it off. Put it all together, five-league multi. I'll repeat it one more time. Jaguars to beat Broncos. Saints to beat, oh, sorry, Raiders to beat Saints. Titans to beat Texans. 49ers to beat Rams. Colts to beat Commanders. $10.19. Put what you want on it. Times your money by 10. Thank me later. Buy me a beer. Thank you. No worries. All done. A thousand bucks later. They put an 100 on it. Yep. Put an avo on it. Put an avo. You might be able to if you had a one three hundred and eighty dollars instead of eighty three dollars fifty. <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit right. That's a bit harsh. That's okay. It's all business expenses anyway. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, might need that email address. Uh, rolling into the World Cup, we had round two over the weekend. I think there's still a couple of games left, but I'd say the most important games are done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cleary on debut. Your, your guy. 28 points. 28 points. Second most ever in a, in a World Cup debut. Um, the great. Andrew the, Jones. The guy, the guy that they compare him to. Yeah. So, 
Just with less of a cocaine addiction. <laughs> as far as we're aware. Yeah. yeah. Can't get away with anything these days. No. And if you're getting caught back then, you're definitely getting caught now. So After one game of the World Cup, he's already leading point scorer. 28 points. That's crazy. 84 nil against Scotland. Too good. I don't know, like, what can you add to that? I don't think you can even... You can't break that down. You can't break <laughs> I mean, there's just a massive gap in class. Um, the only thing I will say, like, if you're representing your, your country in, Scot- in Scotland, have more of a dig. It was, pretty, it was pretty shocking. Like, I don't know when you get to the point where you're just like, do we just stop scoring? <laughs> does or it, does or is it just re- too easy that you're like, can they tackle me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to know a, f- uh, a funny story? It's not that funny, but speaking of gambling, so eighty four zip it was, right? Um, Isaac, friend of the podcast, he had um, Australia on the line minus sixty four and a half. Got that? Cam Munster was paying about a dollar sixty to score. Threw that in there. Just about every player on that team scored, but Cam Munster didn't, so he lost. On the line? Yeah, the line was like sixty something. Holy shit! Yeah. It was massive. I think the line in the um, New Zealand game might have been like 70. Oh, they didn't get that. No. Jamaica covered it. <laughs> Barely. 68 to 6. Yeah. Scored their first ever World Cup uh, try. Good on them. Good on them. Good on them. You probably won't be there again, so enjoy it. Yeah. No, they might. I think they'll expand the World Cup. It's good. Um, yeah, it's... it's Feels like they're going to have to. The thing with the Rugby League World Cup... Is it's so dominated by realistically two countries, really one country, Australia, and then New Zealand coming in second, and then obviously England. That there's such a there's such a gap in class in eighty percent of the games. Does this call for more diversification in rugby league? Definitely got to grow the game. Like, I mean, the World Cup's great. Don't get me wrong. Be good if I could watch it at a reasonable time. But anyway, is what it is. Time zones and that. Um, but you really don't pay much attention to it until you get to the semis. No. So because you eighty four nil. And it's expected if the line's sixty four and a half. Yeah. I know it, yeah. It's like ludicrous to even consider that being a good game. No. So yeah, look when the semis roll around it'd be a bit more interesting. But even then, I mean, you've got Australia, New Zealand, England. I don't see any other team knocking except for each other, knocking each other out of that comp. And I found out New Zealand and Australia, no matter what, apparently can't meet in the grand final. Really? Yeah, they have to meet. They meet in the semis. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's probably set up by the English organisers so that England get to the final. That's stupid. It's ridiculous. How is that? How is that a thing already? I don't know. I just I saw it, but apparently the way that the pools are set up and all that sort of stuff, they land on the same side of the draw. Oh, I guess that's fair enough then. Yeah, but it should be <gasps> Group A. That's versus a, Group C, but that's A B C D are on one side, and then D E F G. Yeah, and that's the game everyone wants to see, right? That's what that's the World Cup final you want every year. Maybe England occasionally. Yeah, just not in Union. Yeah, yeah, not in Union. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even Union's more competitive these days. You got a, You've honestly got like seven teams that are, are good sides. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine teams. That's true. It is kind of disappointing. Mm. But Disappointing, but what can you do? It's good for some highlight reels. Yeah. Josh Adokar scores four, reminds Brad Fiddler why he should be playing for the Blues. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the thing I just don't get with all this stuff and all these high scores is that it's actually not that fun to watch. Mm. Being on the winning side or watching your team get flogged, it's not, it's not something that's engaging. It's not engaging. I'd rather watch the five-minute highlight package, to be honest. And I and you know me, rugby league head. I watch just about every game of NRL during the season. Mm. That doesn't. I don't get. Oh, that doesn't get me excited. No. no, not at all. But Australia versus New Zealand will get you excited. Australia versus New Zealand, but I have to wait four or five weeks to see it of a World Cup. That's crazy how long that World Cup is. They play once a week. Yeah, well, it's rugby league. It's pretty heavy contact sport, unless you're versus in Scotland. Yeah. It will be touch footy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought that was the touch footy World Cup. <laughs> 84 nil. I reckon it would have, um, if it was touch footy. Austra- they should have actually made Australia play rugby league and Scotland play touch footy. Yeah, it actually should have been like the Masters comps. Yeah. Where some, some of them wear like gold, um, gold pants and that means you have to touch them. And some wear black pants so then that's tag. And some wear white pants and that's who you can tackle. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, it's Masters. What the heck? Yeah. It might actually just be grab. I think, like, if you're wearing a certain cut, like, gold shorts, you can't tackle them to the ground, just sort of wrap them up. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Get the old fellas out there. Yeah. The only game that was probably worth noting in a little bit more detail for me is Samoa bouncing back against Greece. Not surprising that they won, obviously, versus Greece, but a little confidence booster because they had, they had um, – Big raps on themselves coming into this World Cup that they were going to make a big push in this uh, this particular tournament. Do you well, think it makes it different, or do you think still think no? Nah, we've seen enough. They got flogged by England. Well, I think it it's a little confidence booster. It's a team full of full of Penrith heads, mate. So, um, it's probably knocked them right. You know, knock some brain cells around. Going, hey, you're not all who you think you are. Yeah, maybe a little uh, e- ego adjustment yep. against England. Yeah. So hopefully Samoa versus England's a good game to watch. Yeah, I still think England got their number. Yeah. Don't like the flow of that team at all. I don't know. Uh, Luai is not a dominant half. No, he's not. He's not going to win your World Cup. No. He can't. No. Can't. Not unless Nathan Cleary becomes Samoan overnight. <laughs> you know, he was. Um, he had the option to play... For the Kiwis, brought up in New Zealand, started playing rugby league there. No, yeah, the option. No, do you think he should be able to have the option, considering both his parents are Aussie and he was born in Australia? No, it's just weird, isn't it? It is weird. Yeah, but then again, you're talking about diversifying rugby league. But that's not a country that needs it, or not. Well, they yeah, probably no. probably wouldn't hurt, but <laughs> I said, yeah, I don't know. No, it's um, no, I don't, I don't get this whole cross code. Not cross code, cross country. Hey, we're not in high school. You're not. Don't have to run those things. All right, just stick to the homeland. <laughs> That's really a bit controversial because they're probably going to play for their homeland and they're stuck overseas. You know. Yeah, very much so. Anyway, fuck the World Cup. I'm really off it. To be perfectly honest with you, I just don't like the. I don't like the, the format. I don't like how I can't watch the games because of the time zone. Even though you can't help that. They're not even played in stadiums. Yeah, they are. Not every game, but they're still grandstands and stuff. Just more like suburban grounds, some of them. Give it what it needs, mate. Yeah. You know. I just feel like they could make a lot more effort in international rugby league, and it's not the spectacle that it could be. No. Well, they well what they do, they stop the 
where the winners of France or England and Australia verse. It's like Penrith can't verse whoever won. Oh, the um, oh yeah, what do they call it? The championship game where the the grand final winners of um the NRL and Super League play each other. Super League, that's the word. I think they usually at one stage they were taking like four NRL teams over there and four Super League teams and they'd play a little tournament. Yeah, that's hectic. Like that's, Probably in a stadium. That is a much better watch. Yeah, because at least you got pick of the litter. But again, we're trying to expand the game to countries like your Greece, like your Fiji, like your Lebanon, all that sort of stuff. Those are the countries that need it. How do you do it? I've no idea. Man, you can't. Not from here. No. Not, f- not from the Park Up studio, I can't. I can try my best, but I can't. <laughs> Talk too much shit about everyone. Jack, the golf. Rory. The golf. Rory, Rory, Rory. Rory McElroy. He's um, claimed number one spot, has he? Yep. Num- world number one. Yep. Not, not really much to touch on. Uh, it was the CJ Cup over the weekend. Yep. I think it's the CJ Cup. Uh, that was played in South Carolina. And it was week five of 42 in the PGA season. So that's gone quick already. That is gone quick. I feel like it just stopped and now it started again. Uh, it was Rory's season debut and he claimed his 23rd win. So are they putting their their season at risk by not playing in the first four weeks? No. No? No. Just playing the big one? Yeah, you got like FedEx Cup. Um, I think I touched on it a while ago, but depending on the strength of the field is depending how many... Points you get. Points are up for grabs and um, whatnot, unless it's a major. That's just automatic. Uh, so, like, on the Australian events, there's not a lot of world ranking points unless you get to the Aussie Open, and there'll be more up for grabs this year because Cam Smith and, like, world number three, and there's a few top 20s in there. So, yep. I think not top 50s at least. So, but now Rory, world number one against his ninth time back there in that number one spot. Isn't that crazy? So he's been world number one on nine separate occasions. Yeah. So you can't hold it. You can't hold it down. No. I think his longest... I don't, I don't actually know how... But then again, you're competing with Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's true. So, actually, that is impressive. So uh, I think Scotty was world number one for 30 weeks. Is that, a, is that considered a long time? Yeah. Yeah? Changes around a lot. Well, PGA Player of the Year, and I think he didn't make the cut this year, or he tied 46th or something. All right. So that's how Rory got over him. Um, But, man, it's hard to hold number one. Like, look at Cam Smith. Look at his form last year, and the best he got was world number two. That's crazy. Rory took that over by winning the FedEx Cup. It is sort of cool how they reward consistency, though. Yeah. I I don't mind that. And um, did you say 42 weeks? For the season? Yeah. Yeah. So you get a 10-week off season? Yeah. That's rough. But a lot of people, like President Cup's on that weekend. Yeah, right. Like the week after, um, you got all the Japan. No, actually, no, you don't. That's last week. That's week three. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of golf. I think Max Homer played the first four events and then he takes like a month off. So he takes four to six weeks off golf and he comes back, I think, around, yeah, I don't know. I just what saw it? on his Instagram, he's, this is the start of his off-season. Really? Yeah. So you just pick and choose when your off-season is? Yeah, well, when you're at that calibre, you don't have to play all the events. I think you have to play minimum 
25. Do you reckon he's just fucking around going on holiday? Yeah. Fucking earth. Why don't you just do that in the first, in that 10 week period? I think you do do it in your 10 week period and then you do it again. <laughs> and then you do it again after that. Uh, I'd do it. Let me be good at golf. I want to choose when I go on holiday. Yeah. So that was the Amer- the PGA's fifth week. Yep. And our Aussie tour, Aussie PGA, that's our, we had our second week this week. And that was over in the WA. Friends of the podcast didn't go so well, unfortunately. Shout How'd they out. go? Didn't make the cut. Ah, oh, that's right. It's all right. And if you're listening, keep your heads held high, fellas. We'll all be there rooting for you, giving you a kiss on the lips, slapping you on the ass. And Jackson? If you allow it. I'm still available to take over as caddy if you need me to. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Can you have two caddies? Surely. Yeah. Just say we're um, twins that haven't been separated. <laughs> we'll just share the bib. <laughs> Are we allowed to do that? Can we just get a triple XL bib, please? Yeah. Fucking hell. Might get a bit sweaty in there. Yeah. Yeah. Might get you for sexual harassment. Who, <laughs> <laughs> me or Jackson? Yeah. That's okay. You put me in the same bib. It's not sexual harassment if I like it. <laughs> Ugh. Um. So yeah, Aussie PGA. You watch that on Ko. I think it's it's a bit of a shit fucking time. It's two thirty to I think it's two to five thirty p.m. So you're literally only catching the mid morning or the afternoon uh, groups. So you're not catching those morning groups. One thing the Australian PGA has to work on is getting TV rights, so we can start playing these fucking paying these fucking players. Yeah, for sure. Like I think so, I think today, this week's purse was. Four hundred or two hundred, mm. somewhere in the middle. It's not enough. That's the winner is getting thirty six k. No, he's not. Eighteen percent of three hundred. Yeah, it's not not far. I oh know forty five, forty eight, fifty four, fifty four. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's good. Don't get me wrong, that's great money. But I think um, if you're a professional athlete, it's not great money. For weeks, yeah, no, that's that's true actually. For for a season that goes for fourteen weeks, yeah, you you'd really need to be winning two of those to make it, yeah, well worth your while. And these athletes are good enough to be making more money than that. Yeah, and one, I think we talk about it with the rugby league. You got to retain talent here. You've got to be able to bring talent here. Yeah. So you need to be paying money, especially when Liv's throwing out money. You can't be putting up two hundred k purses because one. It's not fun to watch. Yep. The, um, oh, God, I lost my train of thought. The venue's not up for scratch, like in terms of holding amounts of people that want to come and watch. People yep. aren't going to be invested in the sport because, it's quite frankly, I don't think a lot of the players are invested in the tour because it's just a pathway program. Yeah. You know? So there's not enough people in the world or not enough people in Australia for you to go, Here's 200K and let's hope fucking 5% of them watch. I think what they need to do is they need to figure out, so obviously you've got Fox League, Fox Footy, which is AFL. Mm. Um, I think there's even a Fox Cricket when summer rolls around. Yeah. Something like that. I think they need to do something like that for golf where you can show... All all round golf. Yeah, all all round golf. Golf shows, not just the Australian PGA, but you get golf shows together that you can... Watch at a reasonable hour because it's in our time zone, and um, do a little bit better job to promote the sport. Because if it's a if it's a Sunday Arvo, 
and I can flick on some Australian PGA, of course I will. But I can't really do that with the PGA over in the US and whatnot because it's a weird time. So you can't always catch. Uh, well, fun fact, PG- PGA is always on until about 11 a.m. in the morning. Yep. Um, and with the Australian tour, I, I think it's one, you don't get enough coverage so you don't know who the players are unless you download the app. The app's not even built for the users. It's built for the players. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like a big login portal oh. for the players. And you're like, okay, well, you get all your notifications and shit through there, which is just fucking stupid. Build an app. There's enough people playing golf that there's enough people that are going to watch golf. And especially if it's prog- if it's broadcasted correctly, the commentators are good. The golf's great. Like, I think our winner shot 20 under. Who wouldn't want to see 20 birdies in the week? The quality is good enough that you, like, it's not, I'm not shitting on, I'm going to shit on a sport here, but it's not because I'm shitting on it, if that makes sense. But I'm going to do it. So it's not like I can sit down and watch a Premier League game. I'm like blown away with the skill and the talent level and then go to the A-League. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just a massive um, gap in class. Yeah. Whereas this, yeah, sure, there might be a gap in class, but it's still fucking great golf. Yeah. It's awesome golf. It's great golf. And I think, one, you need to just rally up some sponsors. There's enough sponsors out there that are going to put some money into anything. Yeah. And if you've got TV deals, you're just attracting more sponsors. Yeah, exactly. And if it's a homegrown talent, I don't know why the government's not stepping in going, we throw money at all this and have to fucking fix the roads every two weeks. <laughs> but we won't throw money at, you know, athletes who deserve it and who are trying to grow the game and get more people down here. And have more events that people can go to. Yeah, exactly. And make more money. Just yeah. insane. Especially for a, a sport that's so expensive. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've, like, what? My kid's probably worth, if I didn't buy my, if I didn't get my clubs given to me, <laughs> my driver, my putter, and all my irons. I get all my irons off Jackson, but man, that's fucking, like 200 bucks an iron. There's huge money in it. It's stupid money. And it's definitely growing. Like, I think we talked about it way back in the first or second episode. Mm. It's like, we don't really know why, but it definitely seems like it's a growing sport. Growing sport. Some of the best courses in the world. And you're just going, oh, yeah, right. This looks good. Great conditions for golf. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know who, because I think a few years ago they had their um, new business development or whatever whatever it's called, new talent, I don't know. And he got Tag Cure on. Oh. So they were sponsored by Tag Cure at one point. And then somehow they never re-signed that deal. And I think it starts with the proper broadcasting of full Australian PGA events. Happy. Starts there, lead that into some pre-game sh- like shows and some post-game shows and some shows throughout mm. to sort of analyse the golf a little bit more. The occasional highlight. Similar if like when you watch a... Uh, a PGA event Like you're, you're watching the golf But you might have missed Obviously not everyone can sit there For eight hours or whatever it is So you might have missed a little bit So every 15 minutes or so They go back through the highlights uh, Yeah And it's not like it's a difficult time for TV Golf's uh, I mean Cricket's about to start But you're not sharing the spotlight Between four or five different No birds. It's a pretty It's a dead spot in, a, in Australian sports really Yeah So it's kind of like Let's get on it yeah, I want to see the boys succeed. I want to. I want to sit down on Sunday, Arvo, and I want to see Jackson and Edgy just lacing drives down the fairway. Yeah, drinking a Carlton dry. Yeah, 
That's all I want. Them or you drinking the Carlton Dry? No, 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 me drinking <laughs> Carlton Dry. If they want to drink a Carlton Dry, sure. Go crazy, I'll drop them off. Any publicity is good publicity. It's true. The, um, but yeah, I just think it's it's disappointing when you, the mass broadcast deal for this, Cam Smith, Adam Scott, Aussie PGA, Aussie Open, and I reckon you could probably count on one hand how many times they're going to show a group outside of those four. And that surely for that particular event, they're going to be showing the whole. No. They're still only going to show three or four hours of it. Yep. Oh, I think they'll get in six hours, but it won't be the full thing. That's that's ludicrous. It's like the biggest, the best thing that's happened to Australian golf in a minute, isn't it? Yep. <sighs> so we'll see how it plays out. It's on Channel 9, though. That's probably the biggest thing. Oh, that's good. So who knows? It might come of something because it's a $2 million event, so it's got to – but then again – this is what I'm saying. You gotta put the money there to attract the talent. Exactly. Two million dollars up for grabs. That's the fuck all to these boys. Yeah. They, oh, there's no way Cam Smith is rocking up unless he's Aussie. Yeah. Like, obviously. But they're, they're winning that outright. You know. Just insane. Anyway, that's my little golf rant today. And I can't wait to play golf on Sunday. So. For no money. I have to pay money to play. <laughs> so I won't win any money because I'm not of that level. So don't. But you can definitely come and watch me. Yeah. Make yourself feel better. But you'll probably have to pay as well just to come watch. Yeah. <laughs> just to get on the course. <laughs> yeah. Nevertheless. Yeah. I think um, we missed something in the NRL segment. Do we? Yeah, yeah. Let's, you say, I don't want to mess your name up. Let's digress. Oh, man. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Lane Hampson of the Redcliffe Dolphins. He was... Um, he played for a couple of clubs up there in the Queensland Cup. Passed away last week when he was on holiday uh, with uh, Alex Brimson and Jordan Ricky, who play for the Titans and Broncos respective, respectively. Sad news. Sad news it for the road. sad news. I've, uh, obviously, I don't know much about him, but from what I've heard, apparently he was huge in the rugby league community up there. Sort of guy you want around your club. Was hoping to get a crack at the NRL at some stage next year, hence the move to the Dolphins this year, playing in the Q Cup. So, horrible news. Horrible news. If you are on holiday, if you can take anything away from it, make sure you look after your mates. Not saying that they weren't at all, by the way, but got to be careful. That's it. Got to be careful. New place, new experiences. Got to take care of yourself. Got to take care of yourself. And your mates. So. Crazy story, though. Crazy. Very sad. Yeah. So absolutely. young. So sad. Same age as us. Born in 1998. That puts things into perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. And not even the fact that he's uh, was going to play in the rugby league. Oh, well, he's... Just the fact that he passed away, unfortunately. Doing doing what he loves. Things couldn't be going better. Just in Barcelona and bang. Not good. Not good at all. Not good. Well, I think that's enough sadness for today. Yeah, that's enough sadness. That's enough sadness. But condolences to him and his family. Yeah. Big time. So we, I think we're going to move on to a bit of this, bit of that. Yeah, let's do it. And I think the biggest thing of a bit of this, bit of that, the Astros heading to the World Series. Yes, we caught the end of that game. Uh, Yankees fans, I don't know a crazy amount about the MLB by any means, but from what I gather, Yankees fans, quite delusional. <laughs> and I'm sure they were quite excited. But guess what? You're going home. Not today, baby. And Mattress Mac, he's coming to collect his $75 million ticket. That's insane. So Mattress Mac, for you, those who don't know him, is a guy who sells mattresses, makes a lot of money doing it. So he put $10 million on the Astros to win the World Series at the start of the season, 
payout seventy five mil. He is four wins away. That's insane. So and they're seven and zero. Yeah. Oh, in the in the playoffs, they're seven and zero in the playoffs. So they'll either have the Phillies or the Padres. From what I gather, it's going to pa- be the Phillies. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think um, that's the team that, like, based on the season form, that's the team that they want. So I think Bryce Harper had a walk-off home run. Maybe it wasn't a walk-off. I actually got explained this the other day. A walk, you can only have a walk-off home run if you're the away team because it's at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, bottom of the ninth. The walk. I thought it was just like a oh, walk-off home run, like they won. Yeah, it's the end of the game, but it's the away team always has the bottom innings. Yeah. That's crazy. Should be a flip of the coin. Yeah. Flip of the bat. Flip of the bat. Oh, that's that's not Phillies. Another P website. Three <laughs> one, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Bottom of the ninth. Phillies strikeout. X. What's X mean? That means they didn't have to play the bottom of the ninth oh. because they already won. That wasn't a walk off then. It was a walk off on the eighth. Yeah, no, Philly. They're versus Philly. Philly won 4-1. Oh. So, Philly versus the Astros, World Series. Let's go to the Astros. Yeah. I just want to, like, I want to see Mattress Mac get a big win. Or do I? Do I want to see him lose? He's got a lot of money. I don't know. I reckon it'd be good. Yeah, I reckon he should win it. Mattress Mac, if you're listening, please invite us yeah. to, the, to the party. He did, it, uh, he did it last year. I think he had five mil on it last year, but it was paying more. The odds were better. Um, so, he doubled down this year. And I tell you what else is going in, bit of this, bit of that. If this is not a an ad, okay? And it is a very gambling heavy episode. But we're gonna talk about better. Better. Hundred and one dollar odds. Some of the best promotions you'll ever see. Crazy. Crazy. Just explain it. So what it is, is that I've got putting onto this beautiful app. Yep. It's shit to bet on. It's just good for these promotions. And I couldn't believe my years when um, when Cody Matthews, friend of the friend of the podcast, told me about this thing. So you can put outright winners on the World Cup, the AFL, the NBA, the NRL, and the Melbourne Cup. And the Melbourne Cup, and they're all paying a hundred and one dollar odds. No matter who it is, no matter who it is. So I've gone Golden State Warriors to win, and this is a little tip for your buddies: gamble responsibly, please. Is that if you get four of you and you take the top four favourites in every single thing, you could win off fifty dollars a thousand bucks if you get all five right. Well, you don't have to get four right to get a thousand bucks each if there's four of you. Sorry, true. So Well we're doing your ten dollars costs you two hundred and fifty bucks. Or no. Your ten dollars can win you two hundred and fifty bucks per leg. Per per leg. That's that's good. That's good going. Good value. It's good value. I think we're going to do it. Are we just going to do us two or? Oh, we can get Brad on there. We'll get Brad on there. So we're going to go three-way. Who have you got? Take us through it. I've got Luna Flair for the Melbourne Cup. No idea who that is. Don't know if she's a good horse. Hope she is. Might be he. True. Uh, I've got Brazil for the World Cup. And this is more, not my opinions, this is more just favourite. Looking up on Google. Go on, go on, safe. So you're going to go, you've got Brazil. Yep. I think you're going to go France, and I think we'll get Brad to go Germany. I think we'll get Brad to go Germany. And then maybe Cleveland to come on, he can go England. Fuck England, they'll go on the, no, they're they're not. Like, they're not the World Cup. Uh, and then... Might as well do the Socceroos. 
May as well. They're probably paying fucking four hundred and one odds anyway. So wrong out. So I got the Penrith Panthers to win. I'm gonna go. We'll let Brad do the Roosters just because it's his team. That that lets me do a bit of a roughy. Cowboys. Yeah, I think I'd have to go either Cowboys, Sharks. I'd rather go Cowboys. Yeah, depends what happens in this off season. Though. Yeah, but as yeah. as presently constructed, Cowboys. And then the AFL have gone for Collingwood. Sorry for all my listeners. Uh, no, didn't you go uh, Carlton? No, uh, Collingwood. Carlton. The only reason I'm going Carlton is for Carlton Drive. Collingwood, you're going Devils. Brad's going to go Swannies. All the Cats. The, oh, the Cats, sorry. I thought you did go the Cats. Yeah, Collingwood. Okay. Well, I'm going to go the Devils and then maybe we'll go the Cats in the other one. Yeah. Or Brad. I think so. He'll probably want to go to the Swannies. Yeah. But guess what, Brad, if you're listening, you don't have a choice because you're not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the NBA, we've gone, I've gone Golden State, and I think you're going to go. I think I'm going to go Boston. No, oh, Bucks. No, I think go Boston. I think go Boston. I think go Boston. I think, like, when you talk about the Western Conference, I think Warriors are quite, quite a bit ahead in that conference, whereas the East is a little bit more wide open. So I'll go Boston and maybe get Brad to get on the Bucks. Yeah. I like the Clippers, though. I don't know. See how it pans out. See how it pans out. I don't think we have much long, but much long, much long. I'll, anyway. get, it, I'll get it done tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a, that's a little bit of, bit of this, bit of that. And that's kind of more just our tips for all those major events. So. Well, I don't know about my tip, but you just like for something like that, you got to play the favourites, play the safe bet. Yeah, you have to. You ready for some quick fire? Yep. Oh, quick fire! I'm going to make this up on the spot. Okay. Theme of the day, Jack, is annoyances. Oh god, annoyances. So, what annoys you most on an aeroplane? On an aeroplane. What seat am I sitting in? You've been stitched up. In you've got the you've got the middle seat. If they don't give me both armrests, both. What yeah. what th- makes you think you deserve the right to get both? I'm in the fucking middle. Not both, but you know, someone gets both though, don't they? Yeah, everyone gets both, but you because somehow you've been nudged off to go just on your inside of your elbows, and they're like man spreading it. I think if everyone just leans to the left, it's sorted. But then the person on the end obviously gets both. Yeah. Do you reckon it's uh, okay to have an open... Like, if you get in on an aeroplane... Why am I saying aeroplane? Can I just say plane? Yeah. Yeah. If I get on a plane... Have an open discussion. And I sit next to two randoms and I'm in the middle, do I just sort of tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, guys, can we just have a chat for a second? <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we going to do about this armrest situation? <laughs> That would settle it. That would settle it. I just want to make it clear because I don't want any animosity between us for the next 18 hours while we fly to Dallas. You know what I mean? Houston, sorry. Oh, you're going to Dallas? Can do. May as well. As long as we get to go to Nashville along the way. Yeah, we'd have to stop and we can go. Beauty. Sounds good to me. It is Dallas, not Houston. No, we we flew into Houston. Yeah, but you'd fly to Fort Worth from Sydney. Oh, yeah. So that's um, that's your annoyance. Yeah. or I can't say a lot of my annoyances. What? No. Oh, I tell you, you remember when we were on the plane in America and that guy wouldn't leave us alone, the flight attendant? The guy that thought he was a producer? 
Yeah. I forgot about that, eh? He came up on my photos the other day, and I was like, holy shit. Did you take a photo with him? No, no, I screenshotted his Facebook. Oh, right. Because he gave us free Pringles, but man, he did not. And VB. Oh, yeah, he did too. Feeding us the VBs. He stole them off the... Trying to get us pissed so that he could get... I don't know what he was looking for. Like, he was asking us if we knew DJs. Yeah, he wanted to listen to our sound. Not our sound, but he wanted us to listen to his things. And try and promote it in Australia or something. No, it's a Jeffrey Dahmer kind of situation, yeah. that one. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I was saying yes to just about everything as long as you give me more VBs. <laughs> one yes equals one VB. <laughs> yes. What's your most um, annoyance thing? We've got a few. The biggest one is probably heard someone else on a podcast say this once and I completely agree kids behind not even just kids people that like put their feet or their knees into the into the seat behind you what are you doing mm. seriously i can feel that your feet are in my spine yeah stop it <laughs> that just pisses me off because then like no matter what you do if it's a kid and you turn around and say stop that you're a prick if it's an adult then you should know better. You should know better. So stuck between a rock and a hard place. The other one is when people don't put their seat forward when food's being served. Oh, I was just about to say that. Or when people recline their seats too much or they plug the fucking cables in and you've got the air. I feel bad for the air hostess because it's like don't plug. You've been on a plane before. Don't put your tray table down. Don't recline your seat. Put your fucking seatbelt on and don't put a cable Next to your screen. What do you mean, the cable? Like, you you know, the USB points behind the chair? Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to have anything plugged into that when you're taking off or landing. Oh, right, when you're taking off and landing. Yeah. yeah. Just wait until you're in the sky. And people just go, oh, I'm such in a rush to sit down and sit in a seat for 18 hours <laughs> that this can't wait five minutes. Or another thing that pisses me off, standing up when the plane just landed. Like before it's even parked? Yeah, people do that. Really? You know when people are waiting for to get off the plane? Oh, when people are in way too much of a rush? And you're like, man, I know everyone's everyone's been in that position. Everyone's been sitting on this flight for way too long. Yeah. Standing up is not and like hovering to the fact that it's like a race and I'm just going to stand up and, and then, walk out in front of you anyway. And then they very not so slyly slowly start to get all their luggage and put their arms on both chairs as they're standing in the aisle. And then as soon as the floodgates open, rather than having a nice process, they take off. And the worst part is, then the people behind them take off and poor little suckers like me get stuck looking for a way in. <laughs> Can't just, get in there. I run in there. Do you? Yeah. No, I just, I just look at them as they go past. Like, who's going to be a good bloke today? Yeah, no one. <laughs> Usually no one. Usually the last one on the plane. Yeah, but it is weird. You go past those people and they've just been sitting, like they're up the front. Perfect prime spot to yep. get out in two minutes. They're just sitting there. What the fuck are you doing? You know what? Go away in the terminal. If you, but if you had a movie on, would you stay and watch the end of the movie? If I'm like in a position where I'm probably going to have to wait. No, I don't actually. I've been sitting there for eighteen hours. <laughs> fuck the movie. I'll finish <laughs> it on the way back. I'm not sitting there for another second. There was one time. I think I was watching Edge of Tomorrow, and. I think I had like 10 minutes to go. It was when they were getting into the Louvre. Yep. And it was after like they kill and then, I don't I'm not, you've probably watched the movie. 
and no idea what happened. And I watched the whole movie, had to get off the plane, and I didn't finish it until like the other week when we were watching it here. Oh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> was this it was on, like six years ago. Was it Was it on your mind? Every day. <laughs> Every day because I'm like, I don't want to have to sit through the whole movie when I remember it all. And I remember it all so vividly because I, I knew that I haven't watched the ending. <laughs> and you're not going to chuck it on just to watch the last 10 minutes. Fucking stitch up. Yeah, that's gross. But yeah. So I think it was on on TV and I was like, oh, perfect. I already know what's going on. Like like free to air TV? Yeah. Oh, great. Ads during a movie? Oh. Fuck off. Talk about annoyances. <laughs> Don't put movies on if you're just going to put ads through it. <laughs> put it on Netflix. It should really be like a long ad at the start and a long ad at the end. Yeah, maybe a... Or a toilet break. Yeah, maybe like every One. 30 minutes or at the midway point. If you do it at the midway point, bang, 10-minute ad, go for it. Yeah. Squeeze it in there. But if you're going to do it quarter way, five-minute ads. Get up, popcorn, two and a half minutes, piss, two and a half minutes, back on the seat. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Not these pissy 45-second ads. I yeah. don't want to miss one. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, 45 seconds, got to take off to the toilet, but I can't be too long. It's always the awkward, it's the awkward distance. Yeah, it is. Awkward length. Maybe they should have a countdown. Yeah. That's a great idea. Ad countdown. But the only problem is that you can't skip the ad. You just see how many se- You know when you're on YouTube and you see how many seconds are left on the ad and you're like, that's fucking way too long. <laughs> and there's no skip button. Oh, fuck my <laughs> Nothing worse than you got the one of two, but you oh. have to listen to the whole first one. 15 seconds. If you're on your phone, you can skip them. Hey? You can full skip them. Like, just pull it forward? Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. Think you're telling Porky's there? <laughs> no way. I don't know. Talking to a guy that watches a lot of YouTube. Yeah, just YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other annoyances. Yeah, you you ask me an annoyance. Um, driving. <gasps> Do you want to know what's my annoyance? Is you already know what it is. Other people. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else on the road. <laughs> no, people that think that they don't have to use indicators, particularly at roundabouts. <sighs> You're going into a roundabout, right? And I can, I've picked up on it that much. I can look at the person in the car and I can tell whether they're going left, straight, or right because their indicators don't tell me fuck all because I don't use them. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, I've taught myself to look at a person and say, yeah, he's a scumbag. He's going left, even though he says he's going straight. Because I'm going to a roundabout. If someone's got their indicator on, going left, I can say, beauty, I can just roll through. Traffic behind me, they can roll through. But if, he doesn't put his indicator on, so I have to slam on the brakes. But he turns left. It's just fucking annoying. It is annoying. Like, I didn't have to do that. And the four cars behind me didn't have to do that. Just really gets on my, on my nerves. You, how, many drive, how many roundabouts do you drive through on your way to work? Five. Six. Six roundabouts. Seven, technically. Why? Because there's two on Showground Road, on um, Castle Hill, and then you'd go through five in Kellyville. I I cut through the back of Kellyville and get back on Windsor Road. Yeah, so you got for the three at Town Centre. There's no roundabouts there? Yeah, at the back. Oh, yeah, one, two, three. How many on that? Um, On the other one, you've got one, two, three, three. I think four. Four, it's because the end one, and then you go right, right? Yeah, so that's... So you go right, 
So I'm up to seven, and then one to get at, at work. No wonder you hate them. I'm a fucking veteran at roundabouts, <laughs> and I don't want to be anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be a veteran anymore. Take me away, <laughs> so far away. I reckon I should just start chasing people that don't need <laughs> their indicators. You're the um. I don't know the word. Man, my brain's fucked. Um, <laughs> you're like the Batman of roundabouts. Yeah, legit. Except I'll just um. Get back here! I'm Supercar. <laughs> <laughs> What's your annoyance driving? Um, people not doing the speed limit, especially As if they're in the right lane. Too fast or too slow? Too slow. What if they're going too fast? Or, now if they're going reasonably fast, people who go like 30 kilometres over speed limit, fuck wits, fuck them, dumbasses. Yep. But people who do like 90 in a 100 zone, you're also fucked. Almost bigger. If you're not doing 103 in a 100 zone, I don't know what you're doing. I reckon 106. I don't have um, I don't have cruise control there. Yeah, but you can hover around that 106. Anyways, yeah. drive safely. Don't speed. But if you're under speeding, just know I will give you the fucking bird. Yep. Mate. And then drop it into third and speed off in that Yaris fuel. Nothing worse. <laughs> Nothing worse, especially when you're in a rush. Yeah. like Or when two cars just don't get out of the way. Like you're behind two cars and you can't go straight because no one's going fast. Oh, like they're going... They're doing the same speed. They're doing they're going neck and neck like it's the the final stretch of Bathurst. Oh, and you're both doing 10 under? <laughs> Fuck off. <sighs> There's one road I could take to work. No overturning lanes. And I had someone on Saturday. Is that Annan Grove Road? Yeah. Oh, that can that that's a killer if you get stuck behind someone. Fifty seven the whole way, and that goes from sixty to seventy to eighty at some point. No, no eighty. Sixty it's seventy is. the whole way. All oh, right. Got seventy to me the whole way. But. <sighs> Fucking idiots. That's probably my biggest annoyance. I don't want to talk about drivers anymore. Still mad in. All right, one more annoyance before we wrap her up. Sports. Sports annoyances. Mm-hmm. In what? As a fan. As a fan. What sport? Any. Choose a sport. Any on TV. What's, what's your biggest problem with one sport in the world? Um, like I, what, I would say yours is AFL and how people just can't kick a ball. Yeah, but that, I don't understand the sport. So, like, that's really that's a me problem. Russell Westbrook? I'll tell you what's not a me problem. Do you want to know what's not a me problem? Yep. NRL refs. Not a me problem. Them problem. <laughs> Particularly when it comes to forward passes. Oh, that's shocking, eh? It's just, it just does my head. Touchies. Touchies is my annoyance because I just don't understand why they get paid 100k a year to stand there with a flag and do absolutely nothing. And then something happens, like someone scores a try, and the ref will go, What do you reckon, mate? And we go, Yeah, it looks all right. Just go upstairs. That's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hold the defensive line because the ref does that. So the touchies. Basically run up and down the field and said, yep, the ball went out there. Thanks, mate. Everyone else just saw that. <laughs> like, you could just say to the crowd, oh, where did that go? Oh, about there. Beauty, thank you. <laughs> I think the worst part of well is that they're meant to be watching the forward pass, obviously. Yep. Never do it, clearly. And then um, 
when they kick the ball, they're not actually checking where the ball is. <laughs> yeah, I don't reckon they get it that, that spot on, eh? It's not spot on. I reckon they leave them about 10 short. Or, even, or short or long, but either way, it's wrong. It's wrong. I agree. It's like that the ball did not cross there because when we were kids and we played rugby league and you tried to fucking banana sling that shit 40 metres <laughs> down the field, you'd get it bouncing in and then going straight across. So you're yeah. 40 metres. You've got professional athletes who can kick a, like field, what is it, fucking drop kick a ball 70-odd metres, <laughs> but they're only getting 15 metres off a fucking kick. Off a yeah, kick for touch. And you know what else is stupid? You know how... They kick for touch, and then the touchies chase the ball down the sideline. It's like, hey, mate, how about you just stand 30 metres downfield, and then you won't have to do that? Oh, maybe I'll see where the ball crosses, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's bloody just sprinting down the sideline, like, doing these ones, looking up in the air. Yeah, he's <sighs> got a Milky's 100k, that's why. Oh, yeah. So you're telling me that you're paying, how many touchies are there in the world? In the world? In, oh, I don't know. in the NRL? I'm sure there's a few, but NRL touchies in the world. Uh, in the NRL. Uh, I reckon there'd have to be... 10? I reckon there's more than 10. 20? Let's say let's say, let's say say 20, 20. Let's say 20. 20. Two mil. I don't know if they all get that amount of money, but I reckon the budget would have to be at least one and a half. One and a half what? One and a half million. One and a half mil for touchies. Yeah. And instead of that, you could just have forward like technology in the balls and then the ref gets a little thing in his ear, forward or, pass. Or you just have a fucking camera. If you, if you really want to take it upstairs, you get cameras every 10 metres. Or even just a camera that just stays in line with the ball. Running, yeah. like on a track. Oh, it could be dangerous. No, but they do that anyway. Well, not they, on a track. Yeah, they do. There's one on a track. The, the sideline, remember how they go and you see... Um, not from above. No, 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 not from above. The, um, they used to do it on the kickoff for like State of Origin. And you'd see them kick the ball off and they'd all run off in the line. And you'd Yeah, that, that's above them. No, this way. Like you're oh, looking side angle. Oh, yeah, they just do that on the side, yeah. That's the track. Yeah. You'd so be able to do it. Problem is, touch you'd get in the way. That <laughs> 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 ass in the way. <laughs> I wonder if being a touchy is like a pathway to being a referee. No, can't be. Once a touchy, once a touchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's engraved in there. In their thinking and their thoughts. They've probably got a tattoo, touchy for life. Yeah, probably. Like, I reckon the touchies in, like, NRL. in the EPL do a really good job. They're mm. quite involved. Mm. Call off sides. They get it right most of the time as well, which is split second. Yeah. I'll tell you why they get it right. They stand in the right position. But I'll tell you what's bullshit. When they introduce that VAR rule where if any part of your body is in front of them, it's, it's offside. Oh, Really? Yeah. So people were like having their hands in front or legs in front, offside, like foot in front. What if you have that running style where you just reach out real far? That's what I'm saying. They should actually, they should make it a more free-flowing game and say if you've got any part of your body behind them, then that should be playing on. Sometimes if you're really tall, you just be playing like this, like a starfish <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What's your annoyance? Um, Australian commentators at the stadiums. At the stadium, at live the stadium. at the ground. Yeah. Oh, the, like the hype team. Worst commentators ever. Yeah, they aren't that good, are they? No. Fire up for your home team, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, thanks. I don't I'm think so it, excited. I don't think it helps that the team doesn't have a set stadium. Some teams do. 
Now, nah, like, not a set stadium, but like a core isn't. Oh, yeah, a core's. You know, a core's a core. A core's a town bike. Staples Center is the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, you've got the rafters, you've got the banners up there, they're staying there. Yeah, but they roll out the, um, the LA Kings. Yeah, I know that, but it's like. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. The home, you know? Imagine an indoor rugby league stadium. They'd be mad. It'd be fucking unreal. They'd be perfect. They should In really the riff. They should do that um like somewhere like Canberra. Yeah. Where it's super cold. Yeah. But then they lose their home field advantage. Why? Because they're used to playing in the cold. Yeah. So like Green Bay in Green Bay. For years they just perfected the art of playing in the snow. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But um back to your commentators. What do, what do you do to make that better? I don't know. They weren't that good in um America to be for, to be fair. Nah, but you're pissed, so you didn't really, really <laughs> fine. Yeah. I think I think the um in America you can be shit because there's so many more attractions to go into a basketball yeah. game. And like at least like if they're shit, it's almost it's it's actually entertaining, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is just embarrassing. It's just like oh, yeah. how much how much are you get paid to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, on that note, annoyances, huh? We'll, um, we'll, we'll, um... Tell what else is an annoyance. What? Brad not being here. Yeah. Come back. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Nah, it's all right. I take care. Enjoy your moving. Yeah, Judy calls. We'll forgive you. What, what, just one, a quick one. What do you think Brad's annoyance would be in sports? Um, people wearing the same coloured jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't wear don't wear green and red different jerseys because I won't be able to tell the difference. That's really annoying. <laughs> I don't know. We'll ask him remember next week. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll have a good week. You too. I'll see you um every day this week. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Turtles. See ya. Bye.